everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Bear Share Show. This is your host, Andre Matoyer, and we also have my fun producer, Jake Briscoe. Hey, Jake, how are you doing? What up? Excited to do this. Finally doing the first episode of this, which is great. Yeah, so um, thanks for bearing with us. Uh, we got to take a little bit of time uh, off. Just to <laughs> bearing with us. Uh, um, sorry. There's been a lot of change, personally, life, like, going on the last few months, I think for both of us. So we kind of just need to get that all squared away. I'll, I'll speak for myself and say that I'm in a very good place. And I think now I'm at a stable time where I can do this more regularly like I wanted to do. So that's going to be the goal. I'm going to try to get at least a video out, um, at least weekly if I can. Um, and to help do that, I'm changing the format a little bit. So as the Bear Show show why I made it, and that's still not going to change, is to talk about some deep issues. Um, people have really responded to that. I've gotten a lot of people that have messaged me about some of the topics I've gone over, um, and that won't change. So we'll still talk about those things, and those will still be in the episodic format. But uh, Jake is one of my closest friends right now, and we always like to shoot the shit. And so in addition to our normally scheduled episodes that will usually feature like a guest, like it has been, um, we will talk about something important, so there'll be more than uh, more than just the two of us. Um, we're gonna have our just normal shoot the shit fat chats about more like topics that could be current um, topics that people are talking about, current events, or just something that we're, that's going on in our lives that we think might be relevant for you guys. Um, so the fat chats will still be on our show. It's still part of our program. It's just a separate part of it. So the again the. Traditional Bear Show Show episodes with a guest appearance will still be there in the seasons. Right now we're in season two. And then we have our new semi-side part of the Fat Chats, which is not going to have a season. It's just going to keep on going um, where we'll talk in between those episodes. So um, that's our new format along with video. And that brings us to the first topic, which is what, Jake? What are we talking about today? Well, first, can I say, I'm just so happy that we finally got you out of the mental institution that you were in. You know, we were all very worried about you, um, Thank you. you know, but, you know, now you're back, you're healthy, you know, you're on your um, Thorazine drip, and uh, you're doing good. Well, there's um, nothing wrong with being in the mental institution. First of all, you have to take care of yourself. No, of course joke, not. But, you know, um, but, yeah, no, thank you. I just needed some time. Um Nothing bad happened. Everything's good. There's just a lot of change, right? Like stuff at work, stuff at home. Like not all bad things at all. Just like a lot of like, and it just took a little while to get my footing. But I'm back, and I feel great. So um, that brings us to this topic, Jake. What are we talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this uh, I think is pretty prevalent, or not prevalent, relevant at the moment. Um Originally, we were going to talk about, like, summer travel and, uh, you know, how it's so nice that uh, that we can do this now, you know, because for the last year and a half, we had COVID. And, uh, you know, that really put a bit of a damper on people's plans. Uh, but now we've got the fresh, hot, young, new ingenue virus on the scene, monkeypox. Right. Um, so we're just going to talk a little bit about that in relation to travel, because there's a lot of bear events that are happening this year, which is great. This weekend. Um, yeah, this weekend. In fact, we've got what market days, lazy bear, a bunch of stuff. You're going to market days, right? 
I am going to market days to be on the yeah. market for fun. For dates. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and, and don't, don't worry, he is vaccinated because this lucky SOB actually lives in a state that has them available, which uh, has been a bit of a... That Arizona has... Uh, it was very smooth. I'll talk about it in a minute. But, like, yeah, it was pretty smooth. But, yeah, yeah. like, we finally feel like things are winding down. I'm not saying COVID is still very much there. You know, I don't think we're technically out of the pandemic. But if you've been vaccinated and you can say if you should be okay. Um, but right when people are getting back in the swing of things, this has to happen. So first, I just want to say to everyone who's going out and doing stuff, please have fun, and uh, but just also be safe. And that's sort of what brings us to why we wanted to talk about this. Um, with monkeypox specifically being prevalent, I don't think people really understand like what the heck it is and why they should care. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that was it's pretty shocking. We have a we have a group chat that Andre's involved in. I, I live in Colorado, so all my Colorado friends and I have a group chat. He's in it, and uh, we were talking about monkeypox, and, and one of my friends was like, I don't, "I don't even know what that is. What is that?" I mean, this friend, I'm, I can't say that I'm incredibly surprised that he wasn't aware of it. But still, it does seem like there either is no information or very manipulated and incorrect information, um, yeah. which I'd like to touch on a little bit later, the manipulation of information that's coming out and how yeah. certain political parties are using that uh, to their advantage. Um, yeah. But, well, it yeah, it's, it, uh, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it makes it just hard because if you're misinformed, you're more likely to think it's not a big deal based on the information they're giving, and then you're more likely to get it, not pay attention to it because you don't you don't know any better, um, because the sources that you rely on for information are deceiving you, right? So, um, as you all make your plans to Lazy Bear Market Days, whatever happens, uh, I think there's like the New, New Orleans one, Southern Decadence Bear Week, all these other things coming up in the next few months. Um, Bear Week already happened, but yeah. Oh, uh, the Stitches one. It, oh, right. Yeah, that one. That's, that's like late, late August. Yeah, or September. Yeah, yeah it's soon. Anyway, these are all soon, right? So I, I just, okay, so let's talk about what monkeypox is. I, I wanted to kind of just break this down. So monkeypox is a virus, um, and if you know after COVID, if that's what it took for you to, to know it, uh, you can't just kill viruses with antibiotics, Right, they're, um, they're that's not how it works. They're not bacteria. They're a separate thing. They're viruses, um, and this particular one uh, was found in, they believe the what was it, the Republic of Congo, or yeah. So it was nineteen uh, nineteen seventy is when they found the first case in humans, and uh, originally it was believed that it was in Sudan, but. Uh, they actually found a case in the Democratic Republic of Congo in 1970. Funny enough, it was a nine-month-old nine boy that was uh, found, you know, to have that. Because I, I do think that that is that that's important to bring up because there's a lot of misinformation about monkeypox and it being an STI. And the very first case ever recorded was in an infant. So you know, I do find that interesting. Yeah. And I think it's also interesting that the virus is called monkeypox 
but they're not 100% sure, like, how it came to being, um, mainly because the people that were exposed to it, like the kid and those first people, they were doing research with monkeys, um, so back and, and the, some lab in Africa, um, and so that's where they think they got it. But they do know that um, animals similar to monkeys, other primates, uh, even rodents, are known to carry the virus and transmit them uh, to humans, and so it can go pretty quickly. Um, that being said, I think what it is and what it does to you is what's scaring people the most. Um, and so it basically like gives you open sores that are not, mm-hmm. not you. Um, they're supposed to be really, really painful, right? Like I think, uh, yeah, I mean, most, most like, pictures they show around like the mouth, but there's been yeah. plenty of cases of it being, let's just say elsewhere in yeah. other openings. My buddy Parker sent me this photo and it's like, dude, get vaccinated. It was this guy who like had it all around his mouth mm-hmm. and it's like these open sores. Apparently it's supposed to be like super painful to the point where you have yeah. to have almost like a prescription level drug to treat the pain. And I think like any, anytime it comes to viruses, if you're going to a doctor and they're giving you meds, it's to treat the symptoms. They, they're not able to do anything for the virus and it just has to run its course. Um, yeah. yeah. So, just, you know, just keep that in mind. But, like, yeah, so that that pain is really what is not good. Um, the pox himself can leave scars on your body, marks, and that can be on your face, you know, anywhere that you don't want it to be. Um, it's, it's not good. Um, and I think, unfortunately, because it's becoming so rampantly spread in the gay community, it's being associated as an STI and a gay disease, right? And, like, I think that's a stigma that is really disappointing and disgusting, but also not surprising. (laughs) No, I mean, you know, we just had the, we just had Roe v. Wade overturned. Like, it's really no surprise that all the Republicans are trying to push this narrative that it's, uh, you know, HIV 2.0, AIDS 2.0. Your Marjorie Taylor Greens and such. I mean, they'll do anything to demonize us and vil- you know vilify us. Uh, it, them using the um, you know because there were two cases with infants that they found recently, and so okay. of course they're you know it's not a lot a big logical leap to figure out what they're trying to push narratively with uh, with That's those two cases. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, very unfortunate. Yeah, I think. You know, I, I'm trying to think of why maybe it's spreading so quickly in our community. I mean, it, it, okay, so it can be spread through body-to-body contact, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it can be spread through sharing technically fluid, so saliva, you know, through drinking, stuff like that. Obviously, bodily fluids, those sort of things that can spread. Um, you know, I, I do see, like, obviously gays tend to be in groups. We hug. Right? There's a lot of connection. There's some of these parties, lots of gatherings. People will spread things. But that is not. I mean, I can say it's like, it's not like super surprising why gay men specifically are seeing such a drastically increased rate of infection compared to straight people. You know, like straight people aren't going to, you know, communions on Saturdays, they're staying home. So, We're going to communions on Sundays. That's a different. Right. Yeah. I think it's spelled a little different, though. So, um, well, their husband goes to. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, 
that's the thing. Like it's it's a it's a human disease. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, it's luckily though, it's not like HIV where you die. I mean, you can die from it. It's just very rare. Um, I don't know what the percentage yeah, it's like is. One percent. It. It's it's, it's, it's it's really low. Right around one percent. Yeah. Death rate. It's really yeah. Low. Um, so, uh, that is what monkeypox is. Um, how to avoid it? Well, unlike COVID, it's not airborne. So it's not like you can just breathe on someone or cough on someone and get it. It has to be through like bodily fluid exchange or like, you know, actual contact. Uh, yeah. I was going to say you, it's close proximity, I believe. Close isn't proximity. It? Yeah. But usually cause yeah. it's like you're, you're touching them. Yeah. Right? Uh, kissing, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like I read somewhere where like, you don't have to, but I, I guess it's not airborne, so... It's not. Yeah, Yeah. so it would make sense for it to be just see, close proximity. Right, and see, that's... I mean, we're trying to talk about it. We want this to be informative, but, like, it's still even hard. We've been looking up research to try to back up some of this stuff, uh, most of it from the CDC. Um, but it's still a little unclear on certain things. Um, biggest thing is how you can protect yourself. So that way you can, you know, try to proceed without it. Uh, one good tip is um, if you are of the age where they were giving out smallpox vaccines, I, I believe it was mostly people before our generation, uh, mm-hmm. they've found that that um, immunity will help with this one. And so because of that, they're giving out vaccines that, unlike COVID, we had to wait for to be created. They've already had vaccines for this, which is basically an offshoot of the smallpox vaccine. So Yeah, and I mean, you you best believe, too, that as soon as straight people start releasing it in their community, I guarantee you, suddenly we're going to find some sort of secret surplus of monkeypox vaccines. Well, as it stands okay. right now, it's been very frustrating trying to, you know, locate something in Colorado. I, like, we were even talking about, like, oh, should I go to Phoenix to get that? Like, that's yeah. really odd. So... That, that's not available, but... Yeah, so each state seems to be sort of doing their own thing. Um, I know the federal government said they'll try to get some out. Um, again, I think it's also kind of going to be how serious the governor of each state takes it and how urgent they feel it is. Um, Jake, as yeah. you said, like, a lot of the the right doesn't really seem to be caring too much about this being an emergency, despite, like, several states today. Yes, they're blue states, but... Illinois, Chicago, oh, Illinois in Chicago, <laughs> or sorry, Chicago's in Illinois. <laughs> I just, I just said it. <laughs> yeah, we are filming this pretty late, to be honest. But um, yeah, it's like what Illinois, New York, who yeah. else? Um, California, state, right? California. California. Yeah. yeah. They all declare a state of emergency. Um, Illinois has uh, about fourteen hundred cases. Chicago has like. 800-something cases, uh, Chicago, Illinois. Um, I, I keep saying that. It's the whole state of Illinois. Chicago's not Illinois. Chicago's part of it. Yeah, you're going to offend a lot of people that live in Schaumburg. I used to live there as a kid. Okay. So I, as a former Chicagoan, I don't know what I'm thinking right now. Anyway. Uh, and then California had more, but obviously it's a bigger territory, more people live there. But, yeah, I forgot the total. But there's about five, just under 6,000 cases total. Um, that doesn't yeah. include ones, obviously, that aren't documented. People don't always go to the doctor and get that stuff reported, and then, you know, they spread it. Um, I think also something that's interesting to note is 
it takes a while before you start to see those pocks. Um, it starts mm-hmm. off up as, to three weeks, right? Yeah. So it starts off as you, you'll get exposed. And then shortly thereafter, you'll start to feel sick, like a fever, like a flu, something like that. And then by week three ish is when you'll start to see those first pox. And you deal with those for however long, I don't know how long those last, um, but you deal with those until they hopefully disappear or they don't scar and you are in pain. It's uncomfortable. I don't know if they itch, but they, they, they uh, are obviously not comfortable. So. Nah, um, I can't imagine. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. When we said return to monkey, this is not what we meant. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, this, it's a serious topic. Like you have, a, I don't know, you gotta have some levity here and there. Yeah. Um. So, well. Um. That's a nice little PSA, I guess. It is. I mean, like I said, I'm surprised Arizona has it being a red state, but um, we, in, in, so I live in Phoenix, and Maricopa County is our county, and the one of the public um, health offices downtown, or like in central Phoenix, um, was doing like a full-on walk-in, and I, I believe what they did was they took a big sample of the community, because um, I had sent them an email before asking about it. And uh, they came back to me with that information that said, hey, like on Wednesday, it was July 27th. We're going to have a big uh, kind of like an open walk-in where pretty much comes in. And pretty much the entire city of Phoenix came in. It felt like Grinder had all just shown up in one spot. <laughs> um, everyone, I mean, but to give them props, you know, that kind of stuff can be very hectic and disorganized. It wasn't. Um, it was supposed to be from 5 to 8 p.m. And I got there at 4 like 410 found a parking spot like ran up and i was early in line and they started just taking people so like they just they knew um i think they know the community that they the buildings in and who goes there um yeah was it just like a like a spontaneous circuit party that just happened out in the parking lot where you're waiting so inside it was quiet but i, I don't know what happened on the outside so that's the benefits of getting there early but you know um no everyone was pretty cool i mean it when I was there, everyone was, you know, respectful. They were, again, very organized, very impressed. Um, they're doing another one on August 8th. That's the same format in Phoenix, I can say, where they're going to just have a bunch of people walk in. Um, when you get, so they're giving the, there's two different types of vaccines. There's the Geronos, if I'm saying that right. And then what, what's the other one? Genios, like, I think. I think Geronos. Yeah, the other one, is, I think it's like ACAM 2000. Or something like that. I think the reason that they're not using the other one is because because this is affecting gay men at a much higher rate, right? We also have a higher incidence of HIV. Um, and while Genios can be prescribed to people with HIV, uh, the ACAM 2001 can't. Also, like, um, we're talking since we both deal with this eczema too, like, for some reason, if you have sort of, like, topical skin condition, you can't, uh, you can't have ACAM 2000. So maybe, you know what, that's maybe why part at least in part like maybe why the supply chain is so broken down because they don't want to use one of them since it carries more risk maybe. you know the genius one's safer or something i mean I this know. is an assumption too i also don't know like which one's maybe more available or cost effective to make i, I don't know um i will say yeah if I, i've looked on yeah sorry go ahead oh you got it uh so at least in colorado i've been looking at the, the website you know like the denver health 
website where you can book. And uh, I've noticed that they've only ever mentioned the Genios one. Okay. No mention of the ACA in 2001. So. Okay. Yeah, I knew there was two. Um, speaking of two, this is what I was going to say, was for the um, the Genios, you have to get two shots. So the first shot is what I got last week. And then you, apparently you need to wait four weeks for it to, like, get in your system. And what the shot is, is it's a... Um, it's basically like a version of the monkeypox. It essentially so you can build immunity to it. So if you're exposed to the real thing, it's less likely to, to affect you. Um, but it's it's in two parts, kind of like the COVID vaccine. You have to take two. So like, you wait four weeks, and then you can take your fourth or sorry your second shot. Um, I asked them when I was there if it can be longer than four weeks, like if it has to be right on or not. And they said it's fine they, uh, as long as it's not within the four weeks that you take the second one too early, right? Um, and they did it. Um, actually, oh, there's a mark <laughs> right there. Um, they just kind of pulled some fat, which is easy to do, and uh, <laughs> did a little shot. Um, they said that people asked. So when I made, I made a post on Facebook about the clinic experience that I had. And had a bunch of people reach out to me, which is also part of what inspired this episode. Um, and they were asking me for hurt. It, it, it didn't. It was a little uncomfortable, but, like, it felt like someone kind of pinched you for a second, and it's fine. Um, some people were saying they were sore for a little bit. I, I thought my arm got a little bit more sore with the COVID one than it did for this. It didn't. This didn't really bother me. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's something that I've heard from a lot of people is that it's that the COVID uh, vaccine they incurred a lot more symptoms, you know, a lot more uh, like fever, you know, pain. I know that there's some injection site stuff. Uh, that's good information though. You know, like I didn't know until we started sitting down and kind of like researching this a little bit that it was two shots. I think a lot of people don't know that. Um, so that's really good information. Yeah. And then it's 14 days after the second shot that you're considered yeah. fully, uh, fully vaccinated. Um, yeah. and then there's, I will, I will note on the CDC website that this is still sort of experimental there. They don't have a ton of research to support that the current way they're doing this is going to fully prevent monkeypox, but there seems to be a consensus that it should. And it, um, so I think we'll really know if we start seeing breakthrough cases with people that have had both, I would say people that have both, uh, vaccinations getting it, but that being said, just because you have the vaccines doesn't mean you can't also transmit it to other people that don't have it. So I still think, like, again, I'm going to go to market days because I've already planned it and booked it, and I plan on having fun. Um, but I'm also just going to be more careful and aware of what's around me, right? So, you know, maybe um, – well, the good thing about market days, too, is a lot of it's outside. Um, you know, it's, it's literally just, like, music – booths, stuff like that, you're walking around. So I think that's what helped me prevent myself from like wanting to cancel because a lot of it's outside. I think Lazy Bear is too. I've not done that one. But yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do that one. Well, I think that's that's about all that we wanted to to discuss with this, right? I think we got all the information that we needed out. I hope that this helped at least a few people. I know that again, because so much of this information is being obfuscated and manipulated and Oh, yeah, it's not like super widely available. Yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, it, it, what, 
it didn't take us very long to find all this out. I, I think we're also busy. just like if we really want to know, just pause and protect yourself. Um, is this a big deal? It's becoming one. Is my answer. I think um, this. I think we're getting on this a bit sooner than later, which is good. So the sooner we can get on this, the sooner you can protect yourself, the better. Um, I don't want to have to deal with stuff shutting down again. Um, uh, there was a health expert on TV that I was watching. She, she, she was predicting that it wouldn't be one of those situations, uh, especially because I don't think it's not killing people at the rate that COVID was. Um, yeah. But, you know, just being more aware. But uh, my mom even thought, for example, that it was more like a gay, and not like in a negative way. She was like, no, I just, thought it was no. more like, you know, affecting just gay people or, and I think people think like, oh, well, you know, a gay guy has it. They're getting a picture of the gay guy. A straight person isn't having sex with a gay guy. Um, so no, well, and they're, I mean, they're not going to get it. It's, it's yeah, it's the same problem as with you know when with HIV. Like yeah. they're going to use this information to bash gay people, and they're also going to use it to attack you know bi people if they sure. hook up with a guy. You know, they got a girlfriend. They go and they give it to her. It you know just gives them more ammunition to use against the community. So look, I, I do want to say this. Look at me right here, gay, LGBTs, all of you. If you don't get the vaccine, then the Trumpers win. So please get vaccinated, so that we don't have to deal with this. Well, please, thank you. I can tell you that the response of the people that showed up when I was there was was promising, right? Um, I think what's also helping, too, is, you know, when COVID vaccines came out, everyone was like, it's too rushed or, you know, I don't want to be a human guinea pig. It's like, oh, my gosh. Again, most of those people probably never looked up what that was about. These, at least, are vaccines that have been around for a very long time. These are not old. These are very, or sorry, these are not new. These are old. Oh, my gosh, I can't speak. These are very old vaccines. They're not new ones. So. No. Yeah, these have been, these have been tested. They, you know. There's tons of data compared to what we had with COVID. Mm-hmm. This has been going on. You know, monkeypox has existed uh, again since what 1958. We started doing. You know, we started actually taking down information and notes on it around 1970. A long time. So this is not the that same narrative of I don't want to be a guinea pig. I don't want to put something untested in my body. This has been tested. It's safe. You know, I like. I'm not gonna. Obviously, we're kind of preaching to the choir by saying this stuff because. I don't think anybody that's an anti-vaxxer is going to sit down and watch this and go, oh, my mind's changed. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. do that now. Well, no. Yeah. Everyone's free to do what they want, right? Um, you know. No. No. Yeah, sure. But just, just remind people, you know, I also think, you know, you don't have to be like a dick about it, right? Just, hey, like, it's not a gay disease, you know. It can happen to anybody. Um, just... Maybe you should be a dick to people because I'm getting tired of like stupid, stupid stuff. It's it's literally like at this point it's become like every other day, right? Right? Like I the whole thing. Like what's that? What's that saying? I'm trying to think of like being gay or being you know in the LGBT community is to participate in politics essentially. You know, but sometimes it gets really tiring of having to constantly educate people that just will hear any random thing and just go, well, that must be the gospel truth. Well, anytime you are a minority or you work in the government, 
you have to pay attention to the government because it affects your life directly. And that's, if you were to sum it all up, that's really what it is, right? Like, those that have the privilege of not having to pay as close attention to the government don't realize how important it is because they don't. Well, it's just, it's just privilege. I mean, it's a, that, it's a, that's it's a privilege to not have to worry about politics. Right, right. And that's, that's, that's why I think also they feel like a lot of stuff doesn't change because maybe the day-to-day doesn't because they're in this sweet spot where, like, they're not really affected by gay rights if you're straight. They're not affected by... I mean, we can talk about this all day, but like, sure. In subsequent episodes to come, join. But you get what I'm saying. Join us for a future episode. And of course, anything that makes us look less than human is a way for tribally they can make us seem different, and that gets people thinking they can do all sorts of stuff. I mean, you look less than human every day you wake up, honey. I mean, I look flawless. (laughs) You shave, bitch. You look rough. Oh God, I need to. I know. Look at this. But your your barber fucked my my mustache up. I gotta let it grow out. He was not mine. He just happened to be at the same place. Oh, also, barbershop. Everyone liked what you had. So. <laughs> you just uh, gone to your normal place before you got to San Diego, I think. You would have had that problem? Yeah, yeah. Time management. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> uh... Well, thanks everyone for our fat chat. I, we didn't want to be preachy. Um, we're not telling you what to do. We want everyone to have fun this summer. Be safe. Just, um, you know, when we realized our friends didn't quite know how all this stuff worked, and even we didn't quite know everything, we wanted to just kind of put together something um, in a more fun way, but also informative to let everyone know what's going on right now and how they can protect themselves. So... That yeah, we didn't want to be preachy, and then we got on here, and we're totally preachy the whole time. Well, that being said, um, I... <laughs> well, I hope everyone is having a great night. If you are going to one of those events this weekend, be safe. Um, and thanks for watching. <laughs> Make good choices, right? Choices. Like- Make bad choices for me, though, because I'm not going. I'm not, I don't mean just Andre. I mean, in general, anybody watching this could make bad choices. For me. Oh, Are you feeling left out, Jay? I'll live vicariously. Are you feeling the FOMO? You were just in San Diego. I know. Okay. Yeah, which, like, 70% of people that went got COVID, too, so, like... We did not. Yeah, I know. So, everyone, have a great night. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and please are watching another episode of the Nurture Show. This has just been a fat chat. Um, again, slightly different than our normal format for these, but we are glad to have you watching, listening. Um, you can find the Nurture Show on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you watch or listen to your podcasts. And then pretty soon we'll start expanding to other platforms like Patreon and um, other other places. So um, you can also follow the Nurture Show on Instagram and on Twitter at Bear Share Show. So thanks, everybody, and I hope all of you have a great and safe night and weekend. Bye for now. Peace. Peace.